Welcome to Season 3 of the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. I'm Kim, and I play Flossie Lee. You don't need to space the baby. Here's Steve, and he plays Dr. Arthur Ezekiel III. Maybe this isn't a good idea. This is Christy. She plays Rin Hudson. I have killed men for less than that. Here's James. He plays Hentel. I mean, I've used it. It's pretty nice. I mean, it doesn't match these magic fingers, but it's pretty good. And this is Chad. He plays Gideon, Nyko, and Wade. I have, I have fans like Coral. Let the chaos begin. So we are back again. It's a new year. Woo-hoo! Woo! New Happy us. New Year! New, new, pod- year, new podcast. Yeah, new podcast. Now we're going to be talking about... Baseball. Pinking Shears and Baseball. This is the Pinking Shears and Baseball podcast. That is totally a niche audience, let me tell you. Yep. It's <laughs> not like our audience could have gotten smaller anyway. We only have three <laughs> listeners, but they're hugely devoted. <laughs> it's like my mom, Steve's mom. My mom's not into baseball or quilting. So your mom, Christy's mom. What? My mom. Okay, your mom, Christy's son. Uh, you talking about my mom? Maybe I am. Right. I hear she's a terrible cook. I can quilt. Your mom, Christy. I don't know what baseball is, but I can quilt. <laughs> we are back here. I am back in control. I guess the mutiny's over. So I'm sitting in the I'm sitting in the big chair again, and it, it feels a bit weird. The cushion's a bit lumpy, and there's all these like beer cans in here. Kim, what the hell have you been doing in my chair? Sitting and drinking, obviously. Oh, okay, that explains it. Uh, and before we uh, started recording today, everyone leveled up. Yeah. So everybody, yay! So everybody wants to go around in a circle and tell the listeners what you got so in what's old is new when you level up you choose a, a job or career or a profession and you get bonuses based on that so let's just go around tell everybody what new job you picked or old job that you added on i i took space jockey because i've been hanging out in a ship for a long time so i figured it was about time all right anything interesting that you gained from your leveling up um zero g monkey Allows me to move at my usual speed in zero G conditions. I put some actual, I found some actual rules that fit with the hype man role. And I picked performer, which uh, gives me the quote unquote fearful uh, exploit where I get to basically do what I've been doing, but it puts rules set to it. So, huzzah. Okay. So you have the fearful exploit. Oh, yeah. Yes, which gives. Everyone who can hear you, a minus one D6. I took uh, another rank in scientist and picked up the analytic eye exploit. So now I can use a check to identify uh, species and biology and all sorts of other interesting facts about anything that I can observe. I, w- I took another level in psychic because 
reasons. Imagine that. I know, right? <laughs> Everyone is really surprised. Um, and honestly, I'm really torn between taking psychic healing or mind wipe. Mind wipe. With mind wipe, I can erase a target's memory for up to an hour backwards per psionic point. And I have a lot of those. That sounds like something we would need. Yeah. That sounds like something she can use on us. Yeah. But we wouldn't yeah. know about it. But so... I can also use psychic healing on you. We have a doctor, yeah. in theory. <laughs> Who dies a lot. <laughs> uh, you know, so I, I'm, I, don't, I think I'm going to go with Mind Wipe. And all right, so we all leveled up. Everybody has some new toys to play with. Yeah, that's right. Uh, so we are going to go right on into it then. Uh, we're going to start uh, with a situation I had pulled. I had pulled information from our Chaos Contributors channel on our Patreon Discord. So thank you, Patreons of the Chaos thank Contributor you, thank level. You, thank you, patrons. If you want to be a Chaos Contributor, donate to us on Patreon, and you get to. You get to come up with weird, the weird crap that we're about to experience. All right. So uh, some time has passed since we encountered Millie and helped defuse, deactivate, or destroy the remaining weapons of destruction that she had built. Uh, it was very... It was all very good. We're all very grateful that those were destroyed and we dumped her off somewhere. I don't know. Would we have dumped her off in a nice place or just marooned her somewhere? A very nice place. We could we could have left her on a Freevis. Right? No, I don't think they'd want her on a Freevis. We could have set her up with a new identity and left her on a Freevis. Did they have a psychic mental health ward we could have dumped her at? Probably. A Freevis would be an appropriate place to leave her, actually. Considering she's a lit... Okay, well... That would be an appropriate place. And they, you know, they don't necessarily... No, that it sure. Why not? All right, fine, whatever, whatever gets the story moving on. All right, and so we are. We've been doing our own thing for a little bit of time. Celebrated the new year. I guess it's like it's the year five thousand and one or yeah. two. Whatever. Five thousand one. Yeah, whatever. And uh, we are going somewhere. I guess, to go look for work in a nearby system. And uh, hence all, when you when we jump, when we revert back into real space, the comms light up. We are receiving a distress signal. Ooh. I'm going to push the button. Okay, you push Boop. the button, and it is a recorded message. Like on a loop? Yeah, on a loop. Uh, but uh, the, the signal... Uh, first of all, the, the systems tell you where it's originating from. It's actually not that far from where we're at. Okay. And the, the message repeating saying, this is Captain Eliza of the unsinkable moose. We're being attacked. This is a distress call to any ship in the system that can lend us aid and assistance. I repeat, we're being attacked. We need help. I'm going to respond. Okay. Unspeakable moose. Un this unsinkable, unsinkable moose. Sorry. <laughs> it's the unspeakable moose. It is the moose of which we do not speak. Can we change it? Can, yeah, can we add it? We're changing it now. The unspeakable moose. Oh my god. 
That's awesome. That was that was the best. And we have that an was episode the best title. accident. <laughs> the best accident? No mistakes, just happy accidents. <laughs> Unspeakable moose. This is the irritated badger. Do you hear me over? Yes, yes, uh, irritated badger. We we do read you. Are you still under attack? Yes, we uh, we're still under attack. Okay, uh, we we're on our way. We'll be there in how how, long, how far away are they? I mean, you can get there if you're going at full burn. I mean, we're talking like a few minutes. We'll be there in like three minutes. Great. Who are you fighting? Uh, Kim. <laughs> Who's attacking them? Let's visit somebody who haven't seen in a while. Unidor. It's the it's a Unidor vessel. They're attacking us. Mother of God. We're inbound. <laughs> and then I'm gonna like end the comms. Hey Flossie. Yeah. Do you want to go fly the ship with the gun and shoots things? Yes. <laughs> okay, cool. Because we're gonna need another pilot too. Because somebody's being attacked and we have to go save the day like superheroes and stuff. Sweet. I love when that happens. Right. Doesn't that require two people? Yeah. Somebody needs to go fly for her. Who else can fly? Gideon can fly. Okay. Gideon, you want to fly for her while she shoots? Uh, uh, fly in combat? Yeah. Um, not particularly. All right, we need a volunteer to fly in combat. Or we could do rock, paper, scissors. I don't care. Ren and Gideon, rock, paper, scissors. Ready? One, two, three, shoot. Oh, God damn it. Wow. <sighs> okay. One, two, three. Oh, what? Why are we? The intensity is kicking up, folks. Also, we're going into combat. This is a really weird thing to be One, doing. One, two, three. Ah! Oh, shit! <laughs> So Gideon. you you can choose wins. I thought I thought whoever won had to do. Oh, you could do it if you want. It's fine, whatever. You can do it. Maybe if I'm flying it, it won't get so damaged, and I won't have to fix it. You'll have oh, wait, nobody to blame but yourself. Who's attacking the ship? Uh, the Unidor. Is it too bad? Is it too late to back out? Uh, we already told him. Look at that! I can already see the explosions. Oh no! You guys want might want to hop too because I'm going to go in shooting also. Okay. <laughs> so, the. My battle station's alarm goes off, and yeah. I'll, I'll get to the. Wait, are you taking the med bay? They're taking the ship with the gun. I don't know. That's if that both has the med of them. Bay or not. They both have guns now. Oh, both. both? The irritated badger and both uh, pods have. Oh, shuttles. Sweet. They all. Have Whichever shields. one has shields, take. They all have shields. Oh, that's right. We did a full upgrade. Don't take the the med bay one. Don't take the med bay. I'm not taking the med bay. We'll, we'll take number two. Yeah. Okay. So Gideon and Flossie take number two. And shoot off of the ship. <laughs> so we're taking poop shoes then? Is that what you're saying? No. There's no poop shoes on board this ship. Remember? There was a memo. <laughs> you just see the, the sh- There was a memo echoing behind as they run to the shuttle. All right, let's do this, Gideon. Right, Gideon gets in the piloting seat. I'm going to go to the med bay, and then I'm going to start an email. Dear Amandine, guess what they're calling me again? She's not your fucking therapist. So what do we see when we get to this ongoing battle of destruction? So when you get there, it's not a, it's not an extremely large Unidor ship. It's not one of their like collecting ships. Yeah, kind of like a frigate, and it's got like little fighter. You can see like little fighters kind of swarming around this medium-sized uh, freighter, like okay. a cargo freighter. It's kind of like, oh, it's a little bit bigger than the Irritated Badger, but it basically does the same job. Uh, the Irritated Badger is a Wombat class. This is a Kookaburra class. Kookaburra class? Yes. Uh, those things are outdated. It's an old ship. But the codes check out. Yes, it still <laughs> makes it through emissions every year. Amazingly. <laughs> space emission. <laughs> the sp- emissions <laughs> test. <laughs> God. I'm going to shoot at the main ship. 
Yeah, so it's a frigate and a, a, like there's like two fighters swarming around it. It just kind of looks like they're harrying the the, the cargo ship oh, okay. just to get the shields down. They're probably standard. Usually try to tractor it in or, or something. All right, so you we're you are going straight for the frigate, and I guess Gideon and Flossie can take on the fighters. So Gideon gets in the piloting seat while Hental is starting to engage, and Gideon is just kind of going through a mental checklist. It seems like he's got like some kind of m- mnemonic device going on so he's like okay so my very dear grandfather dude, what dude what we're kind of in a hurry but i i know but i mean i uh, uh, do you want to switch no i i can't you shoot can, are you kidding me you can pull a trigger it's not hard no i'm not a gunner just he starts flipping switches and stuff and he's like he's doing it really fast in his head now and the the shuttle detaches and the badger goes forward, and Gideon goes off towards the fighters. Yes. Says, Flossie, We're I headed hope- for the little ones. Yeah. Let's go. I hope you can shoot good. Okay, so I need everyone involved in the space combat to roll initiative. What does our flying room look like? What is that called? <laughs> is that like the Helm? Helm. Is what the flying room? A helm is the, a spot within. So, wait, wait, no, 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 like the no, 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 no. So the gym, the gym, the gym is the what? The bridge is the. The gym is the workout room. The bridge is the flying room. We don't. We're not big enough to have a bridge per se. We have the cockpit, which has the helm. So it's just like. Yeah, because otherwise the bridge would usually have like sensors and. Engine. Like the expanse where they they've got the little two seats up there. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's like two little like looks like desk looking thing. It's like pilot like co-pilot versus, you know, a Star Trek bridge. And like a big gigantic uh, viewport at the front of the ship. So you can see all that. You can stand behind Hental and just watch the fun. All right. So what did Flossie get? 11? 12. 12. What did Hental get? 11. Okay. That's where it came from. Okay. Flossie, you are first. Gideon is, you're, I guess you're in the long range of the fighters. What do you do? All right, so give me a roll. You know what? I'm going to add one left eye. Okay, cool. So, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, sixteen, uh, twenty-one. Oh, that hits. Roll damage. So the guns here, they got an upgrade, so that'd be about yeah. 46 damage. Thirteen damage. Okay. All right. So thirteen damage. That fighter explodes. Yes. Wow. Okay. That gets the attention of the other other fighter. Uh, Hental, your turn. I'm gonna launch a salvo of missiles at the main ship, and then just start blasting away. All right. So computers plus uh, like any kind of gunnery or space combat skill. Because missiles use computer lock on, guns use agility. Oh, okay. Well, uh, does space tactics work or starship tactics work in that respect? Sure. Cool. And then you said logic? Computers. That's, I don't have Wait, a computer. Wait, sorry, skill. that's a, oh, it is logic. Sorry. Okay. And then I'm going to add a luck die to that. Exploding sixes, go. All right, so 10, 26. Well, you got a missile lock. Uh, let's see. So we have about four missile tubes. How many missiles are you shooting at them? Uh, four. Okay. Uh, so let's see. Make it dead. That'd be about 
Let's go with the 86 of damage. Thank you, Die Hard Dice, for rolling so well. 6, 12, 22, 28 damage. Okay. So your, your missiles connect with the frigate, and it gets their attention. Good. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, Gideon's turn. Gideon is going to fly and try to get at an advantageous position to give Flossie a bonus to shoot this fighter. Pause. Does attacking take all actions? Because I thought we got two actions per turn. And if it doesn't, I'm ready and one to, like, dodge because I have an exploit I can use. I would say in ship-to-ship combat, it's probably just one action. Rin's going to be watching Hintal while eating a crunchy fruit. Crunchy fruit? Like an apple? No, 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 no. It's called a crunchy fruit. It's a a crunchy fruit. It's crunchy fruit. Flying room. It's trademarked. Flying room, workout room, crunchy fruit. Crunchy fruit. Ask for it by name. (laughs) Not mandatory. Oddly enough, it tastes like grapes. It's a really weird GMO thing going on. All right. Uh, Well, that was great. So that was Gideon. Uh, He's flying. He, He gets it a good spot. And now it's the frigate's turn to open fire onto the badger. You gonna do some fancy dodging? I do have fancy dodging skills. They're about to fire the big guns at you. All right, I'm ready when uh, their attack is. All right, uh, what'd you, they got a 22. They're shooting at me? Yeah. All right, so we're gonna do, just to dodge in general, just be like my piloting skills plus my agility, right? Yes. All right. So that's going to be agility three. Oh, wait. Well, the the no the ship the ship has range defense. You're just adding to it with the exploit. Are they shooting a direct or a, a project like a, a beam or a missile? It's lasers. Lasers. Okay. So I'm pretty sure I roll something to dodge. Besides just the. No. What defense. you were doing the last time we did space combat, what you were doing was you were rolling your agility and adding what you rolled to it, and that's not correct. Okay. You would just add your agility skill, agility score to the defense of the ship. Then what's the point of? Uh, there isn't. Apparently, we're doing it wrong. I mean, I don't know. We can do it however the hell we want, actually. Make it up. Yeah, sure. Fuck it. Roll it. We'll do piloting, and then because I'm supposed to add the raw pool, so piloting. Whatever I roll, plus three for my agility evasive maneuver thing, right? Sure. Cool. Eight plus three, eleven to whatever our defense. Plus eleven to our defense. Okay, well, our defense, the ship's defense is 20, so <laughs> yeah. Yay! Did really good. Okay. So we do some interesting barrel rolls or something to get out of the way of the lasers, which makes the inertial dampeners kind of freak out. And now it's the fighter's turn, so they are going to aim at the shuttle. Singular. She blew one up. So, Hintal, why, why are we attacking the Unidor? Because fuck the Unidor. Why? Well, they're attacking them, and so we're going to go save them. But why do... Because the Unidor are evil. The Unidor saved me. No, the Unidor are evil. Trust me on this. I'm a professional. So why do we trust a person just because they sent us a message? Because mm, I don't trust the Unidor. Honey Badger 2 takes a hit. Uh, doesn't cripple the ship, but the the shields are definitely not happy, and like some kind of flashing light starts beeping. Which is weird because you think a light would just light up, but this one beeps. Hmm. All right, amazing. All right, uh, Flossie, your turn. All right, so um, yeah, I'm gonna get that other fighter. Good, is good that plan. Where ship quirks that the all the lights beep <laughs> and all the beeps light up. <laughs> it's beeping at me. Make it stop. Uh, Twenty-one. 
Oh, that's a hit. Roll your damage. Twelve. Twelve? Okay. All right. So you, yeah, you pound this ship pretty hard. These fighters don't have shields or anything. It's a good thing we have shields on our shuttle. But it's definitely not in any, it's not in any fighting shape at all whatsoever. All right. And so after Flossie is Hental. Ah, uh, I'm going to fire another barrage of those things, the missiles, haha, <laughs> at the thing. Those things? All right. Those things that go boom. 13. 13 to hit? Yeah, that was not a good roll on my space combat. Uh, do you want to use a luck roll? A luck yes, point? I would love to use a luck point on this. Well, it goes to 16 now. I got three on that one. So I still don't think that pushes it over. Well, that's enough to at least mess up with the shield. So you you launched missiles? Yeah. All right. So about two missiles hit. So better than no missiles hit. Yeah. So that four was d six damage. Hey, you want to push some buttons and launch some shit? All I see you, all I see you doing is uh, eating your crunchy fruit. Crunch. Hey, you know what? Why that's don't you, you go? That's how you eat a crunchy fruit. Listen, Ren. Why don't you go put on a spacesuit and use your little zero g shit and go hit it with your sword and see how that works out? Would you catch me? I can't promise that, but would you be able to hit it with your sword and do anything? It could be fun. Would we have to fire out of one of the missile tubes? Okay, we could board. <laughs> we could board yes. the frigate. I could. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Twelve damage. Okay, so, well, you hit it, and the frigate's not going anywhere. And at this point, the unspeakable moose is starting to fly... Try, it looks like it's trying to get out of the frigate's range. And uh, you're being hailed by the frigate. I'm going to answer the hail. What do you want? Small freighter, you're interfering with Unidor business. Don't care. Stop shooting at him. We're in pursuit of a dangerous renegade. I told you so. Don't care. Stop shooting at him. I don't follow your orders. Well, then get blown up. Well, if you don't stand down, we will blow you out of space. Good luck. Click. Fighters are no good. And it's the frigate's turn, and they are going to launch torpedoes. The Unidor could be the good people here, Handall. The Unidor are never good. Yes, they are. They're no. humanitarians. No, they're not. <laughs> means they eat people. That's where the cannibalism <laughs> came from. They're, my, they're her kind of people. <laughs> That's why they saved me. They were hungry. <laughs> it's better fresh. All right, so they got a 21 to hit you. The ship's defense is only a 20. Unless you want to use that fancy exploit again. I'll hold on to something. Yeah, that one, or is it? Or are they shooting lasers or torpedoes? You said torpedoes? Torpedoes. I can add uh, a 1d6 to, or plus 5 to my defense to uh, dodge. Uh, well, that's all you got to do. Oh. We'll hold on to that one. We'll do the agility bonus again. Um, just evasive fly. Okay. And so our defense goes up three. Do I want me to throw my piloting in there too? Or yeah, that's just, no. fine. Yeah. So, all right. So you managed to fly out of the way of the missiles and none of them hit you. And you haven't taken a single shot yet. Would you like to open the comm to taunt them? <laughs> no? Okay. All right. Uh, well, Flossie, it's your turn now. And the... Getting, I mean, you're in the area where the unspeakable moose is. Um, das Moose. 
Gideon's like, what do you want me to do, Flossie? Are we going to... Get me in range of wherever those torpedoes came from. But the frigate? Yeah, I want to blow up the torpedo. We're in a shuttle. You want to go up against a frigate? No, not the whole frigate. Just where the torpedoes came out of it. That's the dangerous bits. Yes, and I want to blow them up. <sighs> All right, fine. Just do a flyby and then get us back out of range. It'll be great. I'll do what I can. Okay. And so he starts headed towards the frigate. He's like, oh, this is the dumbest thing ever. Okay. <laughs> 21. All right. Well, roll damage. 17, 20. All right. Directly to the torpedo hole. All right. Well, that, it's a called shot, basically, and this is a big ship, so not that much of a problem. So some explosions go off. Not quite sure how much damage you did, but you definitely gave them something else to think about. Hence all, the, uh, the, uns- the unspeakable moose is hailing you. Beep. Hey, what's Hi. up? Hey, uh, you might want to get out of the way. Okay. Why? We're about to launch something at the frigate. Okay. Hang on a second. I got a shuttle in the area, too. Stand by. Beep. Hey, Flossie. Yeah. Get out of there now. Gideon, let's go. Okay. Veers off. And the unspeakable moose fires an unspeakable weapon at the frigate. Actually, it looks like the cargo bay opens up like it's under where the the helm is it opens up and these big looks like freaking uh patched together like jury rigged barrels come floating out of the cargo bay and then behind them like the thrusters ignite and they all go streaking towards the frigate and uh once they hit the frigate it looks like they are emp bombs Ooh, yeah and your your readout of the the frigate says that the systems are starting to fail, the the shields are weakening, and it looks like uh, a lot of shipwide systems are starting to go down because of the homemade EMP, EMP bombs. bombs. Yeah, I like it. Yep. And at this point, so at this point right now, it looks like a lot of the the weapon systems are offline, and the ship is just kind of like floating there, dead, um, and the the moose comes back to you says we should get out of here before they get those systems back online we could just finish blowing them up no we need to get out of here i vote for leaving all right fine gideon's like you know what the less time we spend in a combat the less uh fixing up we have to do fair all right okay come doc we'll 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 bail so the so you're telling the moose to dock with the badger and then what? I was telling gonna, you guys oh, to dock with the oh, badger. Sorry. Okay, so the, the shuttle docks flawlessly with the, <laughs> with the irritated badger. Why did you have to look at me when you said that? It's a little thing called episode two. Yeah. Oh, that's a callback from way back. All right. All right. And so the, the moose uh, starts streaking away from the frigate they send you some coordinates and says uh we should probably meet up here i think we um if you're willing to offer some more aid we might need some supplies for repairs possibly yeah, we'll our, see what's our up. jump drive is down okay well lead the way we'll yeah. see what we can do to and you guys go far enough away 
using you know, creative use of gravity wells and stuff so the Unidor cannot follow. All right. And so, yeah. And so now you are just floating in space and uh, what do you want? The, the two ships uh, are going to dock together. Okay, uh, because you know the crew is still requesting aid, and uh, actually, uh, they do ask if you have a medic on board. We yes. we have a air quotes doctor on board, but okay. yes, well, good. We have injured, and uh, like I said, our jump drive is down. So any any kind of supplies or things that you could lend would be much appreciated. We'll send them over to you guys with a uh, a med kit, and we can and look at bringing over the uh, the really wounded ones after. Uh, you know, obviously we don't know you. And so, but, uh, there's gonna be two people headed that way. The, the air quotes doctor and, uh, his definitely not a security person person. Okay. And, and you hear like, uh, some, some muffled sounds coming from the back. It's like, what? No, that's, they're kind of help us. Okay, fine. I'll tell them. Okay. Uh, so our, our ship's cook is very grateful uh, for the aid, so they want to meet you at the airlock with some special thing that they prepared yesterday. Food. Oh, I like eating. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, he. That's that's how he expresses gratitude through food, and it's weird. That's fair. Okay. Okay, we'll meet you at the airlock. Okay. All right. All right. So, who's going to the airlock? Is it just Zeke and Ren? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm going too. Okay. All right. So you so you get up to the airlock and push the button and both airlocks on the ship open and you are greeted by a very large anthrop- anthropomorphic snail looking being Aww. who's carrying like a tray of looks like 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 pedophores or really small colorful like little dessert things and it kind of like like in its snail like language just is saying something to you. What does Hental, snail language sound like? I'm not going to speak flatula. <laughs> not doing that. <laughs> it's like Sylvester Stallone with brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. It's basically saying, you know, as, as a sign of gratitude, please accept this, the, these very small desserts. I'm going to pull out my medical scanner. I'm going to check them for poison. It is. Nope. It's completely edible. It's completely edible. Uh, and edible doesn't mean non-poisonous. Well, it's, it can't, (laughs) the scanner can't say if it's delicious, but it's, it's suitable for human consumption. There's nothing in it that will kill you or, and it's not venomous. It's chemically inoffensive. It's not going to bite you. We, we we haven't seen these so, things. So short of allergens <laughs> and diabetes, we're fine. Yes. Okay. Flossie, get down to the you airlock. You can eat it, <laughs> okay. but whether you should eat it is between you and your I'm gonna, doctor. I'm going to say thank you and grab the tray and try one. Did they have a green one? It, yes. I'd want to eat the green one. It is quite delicious. You should try one. See, these are good. They, thank you. They have a gray but, one? you know. <laughs> so there's a ceiling panel that opens behind you guys and Flossie drops down. What? Is They're there giving a gray us food. One? Disney There's movies food? told me that yeah. gray ones are the most delicious. What is it? I don't know, but it's tasty. Try the green ones. I'm taking a gray one. <laughs> of course you yes, are. It's very mm. yummy desserts. Wow. This does not taste like 
protein powder. No, this one tastes just like a crunchy fruit. The, the large snail-like creature in front of you looks like it's expressing happiness that you like what mm. you made. This species is a gastropodicon. I still don't think we should be antagonizing the nice ladies at Gastropod. No, probably not. <laughs> okay. And so once you accept the desserts and, and express your liking of them, he gets out of your way so you can go further down into the ship. I'm going to go see if I can find the captain or whoever I was talking to on the comms. You, you go up to the helm and uh, a feeling, a feeling, a feeling meet you like kind of in between kind of like right before like right out the the helm and everything in the in the entryway or something yeah. yeah and so she looks over at you says you the captain of that ship after a fashion we don't really have a captain more of a rotating position of responsibility well she reaches out her hand uh so and shakes yours and says i'm eliza i'm the captain nice to meet you eliza i'm head tall and the designated pilot well that's good all right you you really saved our bacon why were they trying to blow you up they're usually pretty good about targeting really bad people but they're usually dicks too so i don't have a problem killing i them. have no idea they just kind of they just appeared said that basically we have something they want and started shooting at us see dicks i'm gonna be just pointing my medical scanner at yeah eliza she's like just she's, like, she's like <laughs> staring at it her eyes go wide, and she's just kind of like like trying really hard not to bat at the shining lights. Stop that. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, do you have injured? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's not you or the gastropodicon. No. No, no, no. Our our, engin our engineer was hit. Uh, so let me, I'll take it back to, uh, back to the med bay. So they take you to this med bay where it's big. It's got two beds. Ooh. Yes. Everything is organized in a way that makes sense. So it's wrong then. Yeah, yeah whatever. <laughs> so I can't find anything. Where do you keep your lidocaine? Under L. Oh. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Should be under A for analgesic. Oh, Damn right. <laughs> e for epidural. <laughs> right. So it take you to the to the med bay and you see it's a um a lupusarian which is like a, a wolf kind of species person like we saw a lot of these on latpour okay. out in unseen territory so she's he she is far from home wearing uh so she's uh hooked up to machines got a blanket over her she's got her really baggy beanie on and she it looks like she's sleeping at the time or she's sleeping when you come to her and uh, all the readouts and everything. It's just, she has minor injuries, but they're going to take a bit to heal. does need like some stitches. She's probably going to need the, uh, you know, you're going to have to shave some parts of her and put that cone on her <laughs> just so she doesn't, you know, lick at the stitches. Yeah. Ever since we started uh, meeting up with more and more felines, I've just been carrying the, the medical cone, <laughs> the cone of shame and catnip. Yeah, well, she's not a cat. Well, yeah, but the cone is one size fits all, so. Right. Okay. And uh, when you come in, there's a there's a human that's kind of sitting down at the, the bedside, just kind of like checking on her. And, you know, the captain gestures to him, says, this is our, our janitor, Roger. Hello, Roger the janitor. He shrugs. <laughs> I would like to sense the emotion of the room, well, uh... particularly the captain. 
very grateful. Uh, I mean, you know, worry, got through a very stressful situation. So there's still a lot of that residual anxiety. Mm -hmm. You're, you're not sensing anything like deception, like just true gratitude and hope. And yeah, so she's just very happy that, uh, you guys came basically. And everybody else in the room is also kind of relieved and happy, uh, except for the, the person on the bed you can't read cause she's unconscious. Mm-hmm. And you go to administer to her. So give me a medical check. All right. Rin, what are you doing while you're on the ship? I'm guarding Zeke. You're just, okay. Just standing there looking. Will you hand me things if I ask you for them? If you tell me what they are. Hand me the cutty thing. Hand me the stabby thing. Mm -hmm. Hand me the clampy thing. This is, we are in the sick room. (laughs) (laughs) We're in the owie space. (laughs) 31 for medicine. That is definitely enough to, she's going to recover fine, just fine. Uh, Are the stitches straight? Yes. (laughs) Oh, look at that. Gideon is, while you guys are doing this, Gideon is getting the stuff that he would need to fix a jump drive. And he comes into the med room, gets the captain's attention, says, can you point me towards engineering? And so she gives him directions, the hallways. He's like, okay. And he goes over in there. Ren, I need the shaver thingy. Here you go. You're supposed to shave them before you do the stitches? Well, this is, yes, I'm... It's it's all in a it's all a process. Okay, all right, just making sure. So yeah, she got banged up. It, it looks like, and this is common on space vessels that are attacked. You know, the ship moved quickly, and she must have slammed into some something hard. Yeah, abrasions and stuff, but she'll pull through. Was she cleaning the console at the time? <laughs> if it was hard, I, the wounds are not consistent with that. With a recently cleaned console. And so Eliza, the, the captain, she, all you guys are there. And she says, I just, you know, once again, I want to thank you all for coming to our aid. It's, we're lucky you were in the area. Yeah. We were just kind of cruising around and came out of jump and suddenly there's this, that, the looping distress signal. Yeah. So what do we owe you? We can worry about that later. Let's get everything up and functional and running and then we'll discuss the the gastropodicon pokes his head in and goes, "Will you be staying for dinner?" I'm going to translate. Will we be staying Ooh, for dinner? Yes. <laughs> he gets he gets all excited and, and kind of like this sl- slowly kind of makes its way to the galley, just kind of talking to itself about get to the chopper. <laughs> no, not like that. Starts talking to itself about all the wonderful things that it's going to cook as a big thank you meal. <laughs> How to cook humans, how to cook for humans, how to cook for humans, how to cook for 40 humans. That's <laughs> Simpsons thing. All right. And so it does that. And y'all are like feeling kind of good because, hey, you get a free meal out of this at least. And then on the comms, you know, everybody hears it's Gideon's voice is like, uh, Zeke. Yeah. I really think you need to come back here right now. All right. Well, let me get the let me finish getting the cone attached. And- uh, you really want to see this. Um got a friend for you oh oh okay yeah well uh 
Flossie, put the cone on and I'll be back in what's, a... what's going on? I, I don't know. I, I need to go talk to Gideon and you need to put the cone on the, what, what, the... What's wrong? What's wrong? Is Gideon okay? I don't know. He didn't tell me. But cone, goodbye. Here, Rin, put the cone on. I'm, <laughs> I'm following Zeke. Zeke. Oh, dang it. I'm Nobody's Zeke's bodyguard. I'll put the cone on. Flossie, have the cone. Flossie goes, Rin, take the cone. Rin goes, Hental, put the cone on. And Hental's left holding the cone. And I can just see Hental looking around. Everyone's gone. He's like, what just happened? All y'all go heading back uh, towards engineering. And you see Gideon is there, uh, standing outside the door to engineering. And he sees you. And just sees that everybody came as like brought a parade well i had to go because you called me and she followed because she's curious and she followed because she's my bodyguard and hental stayed behind because he follows directions better than these two well actually i can't say that because she's following directions directions very well so hental stayed because he was told to stay he ended up with the cone and had the cone in his hand right so um Anyway, so like I said, there's somebody here that I really think you should meet. Oh. There's another member of the crew they didn't tell us about. Oh. And you hear from behind you. Uh, everybody hears from behind you, like further, like you went through a door and turned, and then on the other side of the hallway, you hear just uh, a familiar voice going, What the hell? And you turn around, and there's another crew member there who's you know, got like armor on, weapons kind of at his side and everything, and he's looking at you with your face. Ha! Thank you for listening to the Chaotic Goodness Podcast. For information on how to connect to our Patreon, Twitter, and Instagram, please go to chaoticgoodnesspodcast.com. We are a proud part of the Nerdsmith Network. Find more information about lots of other nerdy entertainment at nerdsmith.com. Our show is sponsored by World Anvil and Die Hard Dice. Use our Die Hard Dice discount by typing console as your checkout code and receive 15% off your next order. Thank you once again and join us again for more chaos. Monsters. Savages. Abominations. Eighty years ago, the great kingdoms of the land above drove all monstrous creatures from their domain and claimed the surface of the world for themselves. Those that escaped the slaughter were driven deep underground, banished forever into the lightless reaches of the dark below. In this endless labyrinth of stone tunnels and caverns, their descendants still fight to survive. And she's going to pretend that she's a fan of this dragon. She's going to be, she's going to say, um, Oh my gosh, I have heard of you before. And I am just so happy that you're actually real and we actually found you. We've been looking for you. that's flattering. I look at O'Neill and salute, and then go back into the shadows. Yeah, sure, make it look so easy. I <laughs> She gets angry, and she just finds Dyer and just tries to, like, attack them with it. One of this creature's massive, clawed hands grabs hold of your wrist. The cub yet has strength. Come explore a world where sunlight is a myth, and monsters may become heroes. Discover new episodes of The Land Above every Monday on nerdsmith.org. 
Podbean, or wherever you download podcasts. A proud member of the Nerdsmith Network.